LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. And it's a bit of a blast for the past, isn't it, Derek? It is. A walk down memory lane today. Down memory lane. Jenny we, Salt's with us. Jenny Salt. Uh, looking forward to talking with her today. Uh, a lot of you probably don't know that Derek and I actually studied at Sydney Missionary and Bible College together a long, long time ago. I attended. <laughs> I think you studied. Your wife certainly studied. My wife certainly yeah, did study. Yeah. Um, yes. Now, the one thing is brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network, and we're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We love you to check out our network page. You'll be able to see a whole bunch of other great podcasts. But for now, you've pressed play on episode 57 of The One Thing, Pastoral Care. Uh, so, as we said, we've got Jenny Salt with us today. It's good to have you here, Jenny. It's great to be here. It's lovely to see you both again. Yes, it is. For many years. I've got much more grey hair now, but Scott, you've actually looked pretty good still, mate. I, I, I've kept it together. Anyway, that's enough about you. Uh, <laughs> enough about you. In most evangel- evangelical congregations we have, there are more females than men. That's right. Um, and we, you know, we're uh, complementarians as well, yes. uh, which is not always uh, that popular when it plays out in the media. Mm. Uh, so one of the things we do want to think well into, not merely because we're complementarians, but because we're Christians, uh, we want to care for people well. Uh, is how is it that um, we care for all people in Koresh, particularly this large proportion that we have of females. Now, Jenny, I'm just going to introduce you a little bit so people who don't know you uh, have a bit of a background. There'll be a few. Normally, we've only got eight listeners, so um, (laughs) it's okay. Oh, Scott's saying don't bang the table. I'm saying don't bang the table. Episode 57. 57, and i still got to give him simple directions. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Jenny Salt, Dean of Students, lecturer. Dean of Students, yes. Pastoral Care and Preaching at SNBC, Sydney Missionary Bible College. You're a registered nurse. I was a registered nurse. Word. I would be dangerous now. Okay. And we have two former Qantas employees with yes. us as well. Yes, yes, we both, yep. Derek so, worked in logistics. You were a flight attendant. I That's did. That's right. Yep. 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 That's good. And you studied at SNBC after... Being a flight I attendant? did. I yeah. left Qantas and uh, came straight to SNBC. Didn't quite know what had hit me when I arrived at the college. Mm. And uh, I did a two-year diploma uh, first up. And then David Cook did something that I thought was quite mad. Mm. He offered me the role of Dean of Women. Um, but anyway, I thought, well, if he's mad enough to ask, I'm mad enough <laughs> to take the role. And uh, so I started there in 1997 as Dean of Women. Um, and I've been there since then. They've nice. uh, tried many times to get rid of me, but uh, nice I've changed success. the locks every time. <laughs> That's great. And you, you studied as well after that at Ted, Trinity Evangelical Divinity School? Yes. Yep. Um, so I did the Master of Divinity there. Yep. That's normally a three- to four-year degree, and uh, but I did it in three chunks. Mm. So I went for a year, and then I went for three months of um, intensive Hebrew so I did a year and a half of Hebrew in three months, thought I would go mad, and then I did the final um, one and a half years in one go. Excellent. Yeah. And you teach on pastoral care and preaching, so that we want to we really press into pastoral care. Right. And I guess the first question I want to hear from you is, what is it that you regularly need to teach students coming through the college? You know, what are yes. the key things that you just mm-hmm. see come up time and time mm-hmm. again as you teach 
you know, future cross-cultural workers and future ministry workers mm. uh, for, for, for Australia. Mm. My focus is really on ministering within Australia. We have another subject that looks at, at uh, pastoral care in a cross-cultural context. But what I see, and actually, um, you know, there's a generation of people who are very uh, attached to their phones. I think people are losing the ability to relate, mm. losing the ability to listen. And so I think it's coming out in how people actually pastorally care mm. for those in their in their care that those that the Lord has given them. So I'm I think that uh, what I want to focus on is um, how to be good listeners. Uh, what it means to know your audience, know your congregation. Jesus says, "Feed my sheep." How are we going to do that? How mm. are we going to care for those that the Lord has given us? And I think that listening skills, relational skills, knowing your audience is something I need to keep talking about. Now, I'm used to having Derek as sort of the you know cranky old man sort of saying these kid, kids these days. Yes. But you, you've been teaching for 25 years. I'm not going to call you a cranky old woman, so please don't hear me saying that. No, I should say not. Cross the line, Scott. I need to say too that I started at SNBC when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, but it is interesting that you've you've identified uh, obviously over time since you started that there has been a loss of that of that skill. And I mean, it, you're seeing that in the in the, in the wider space that people are saying it's yes. mobile phones, but. You're actually seeing that with the students that are coming through at college. Yes. So um, everyone's got their computers out. Mm. Um, everyone's got their phones. Sometimes I will say, you don't need your computers and I want you to um, turn your phones off. Mm. Now, most students look at me as if I'm joking because I can't possibly be serious. And then and then they'll say, but, but what if there's an emergency? Because the people are so used to having their phones mm. with them. Mm. So... Um, and what I notice, you go to cafes and restaurants, and I always feel so sad when I see people sitting at a table and one person's on their phone mm. and the other person's sitting, looking lost. So the impact on church life then, you, you go to a church in, um, in Sydney, uh, are you seeing that impact as well uh, in, in church life, you know, before, after, during? Mm. Well... Uh, the church I go to, I don't necessarily mm. see it. Um, I go to a lovely little church on the north side of Sydney, and I have to say that uh, the minister at my church is very good at listening, very mm. good at engaging. Mm. But what I do see, just as a general trend, is that people, men and women, um, are, are forgetting how to relate. Mm. You see it in, in terms of how people use eye contact or lack of eye contact. You see it in terms of how people listen or not listen. Mm. I think people are losing that skill. Mm. I don't think it was, it's always been strong anyway. So I just think that the phone is is uh, facilitating. That faster and, and yes, the Yes, I think so. Yep. I think so. And I mean, I look, I'm a late comer to the phone, um, the mobile phone, um, but I feel it's pull. It's like stepping into a, a, a the ocean and there's a rip and it's mm. very hard to resist it. But resist it we must, mm. I think. Mm. There's that added element as well as us being maybe uh, not quite as good at engaging and listening these days, the added element of the Me Too movement and the nervousness um, men might feel mm. in how they step into this space to care well without being misinterpreted. How Can you give us some um, bit of a framework as to how to do that well, possibly? Yeah. How you've seen it do, uh, done well? Yes. Obviously, um, Scripture tells us that we need to watch our life and our doctrine. 
carefully. Mm. And we need to be men and women who are concerned with integrity in our lives and in our ministry. So, of course, we've got to think about how we're relating to men and women and what that looks like. Um, But I think sometimes um, the fear of doing the wrong thing means it's much easier just not to do it at all. Mm. Yeah, so that if I can, if there's a concern that I might relate incorrectly with a woman, I might say the wrong thing, just best I don't. And, and I know a lot of women who say that as a result, perhaps of that or perhaps just of other things, that women feel quite invisible. Some women feel quite invisible. So um, I think it's important to think about how we relate with integrity, mm. but there are lots of ways of being able to do that. Um, so that women feel like they're being um, cared for and loved without uh, transgressing. Um, yeah. I'm going to pause on that. We're going to dive into the toolbox in a moment. And I want to hear you more after the break on some tips for pastors and, and leaders to actually do that well. The toolbox this month is being sponsored by the Daily Discipleship Guide. One of the greatest predictors of a disciple's spiritual growth is regular Bible reading. If you haven't seen that research, uh, I'd encourage you to get into it. And so we want to encourage people to get into reading their Bibles regularly. And that's why LifeWay has created the Daily Discipleship Guide. This new resource is uh, a number of Bible studies for family members to weekly get into God's Word. It includes five daily devotions to reinforce what was learned in the group meeting and that daily commitment to reading God's Word so that there might be a habit that's created that leads to greater discipleship. So to download that for four free sessions, head across to biblestudiesforlife.com forward slash ddg. That's biblestudiesforlife.com forward slash ddg. But right now, we are going to open up the toolbox... My top three resources for pastoral care are, I reckon you want to get into a good book that's going to help you think into suffering, especially for young pastors out there who haven't suffered and haven't had the opportunity for life to actually roll them over a few times in terms of the surf. Uh, D.A. Carson's book, How Long, O Lord, is a great one. C.S. Lewis's book, The Problem of Pain, is great. And Paul Tripp's just released a new book on suffering called Suffering. Uh, I reckon an important part for every every pastor is, uh, is emotional intelligence. And there's a great a great book out there. It's a secular book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Bradbury and Greaves. Do the test um, and just grow in your self-awareness of your emotional intelligence. And then the final one, it's a resource that Jenny recommends. It's a book on listening. Uh, why don't people listen by Hugh Mackay? Uh, why don't people listen by Hugh Mackay? Now, Jenny, before we come back, um, you are also doing a podcast, is that right? It's called Salt, is that correct? Exactly, Salt. It's got quite a ring to it, don't you think? <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> what do you do? Who do you talk to on that? What's it about? Well, uh, they're basically conversations, a little bit like this, except it's just a two-way conversation, not mm-hmm. a three-way More professional than this, would you say? Um, perhaps a little bit more professional, oh, yes, goodness, but no. um, still, still very similar. <laughs> and uh, it's really just having a conversation with uh, various people about their life and the distinctive nature of being a Christian. Mm, nice. So salt. Salt. Up. Salt conversations with Jenny. Excellent. How about that, eh? Excellent. Well, Jenny, uh, let's get back to the topic of pastoral care. Um, can you can you help us? How do, how can pastors pastorally care better? What are some key uh, things that we can can do to pastorally care for our our people? Just know that women want to be known by their minister. It doesn't mean crossing a line that is inappropriate. 
um, my minister. He's, I often call him Exhibit A. <laughs> and uh, Simon, well, our name is surname as well. You can, Simon Flinders. Simon Flinders. And what he's been doing for many years is he will take the initiative. He actually cares for his congregation, men and women. Mm. That's, that's mm. revolutionary. Well, not really, but it's wonderful to see it in action. And uh, in my case, he might initiate uh, catching up for a coffee. He'll initiate that. And we'll go to a local cafe and uh, it'll just be, um, you know, half an hour or so, have a coffee. He'll ask me how I'm going, how he can pray for me. And then down the track sometime, maybe a few weeks later, he'll say, how did that, whatever it was that I was talking about, because he's been praying for me. Mm. You know, in the words of Kath and Kim, it's not rocket surgery, (laughs) but it doesn't necessarily happen that often. Mm. And And I really appreciate it. And... He does that with everybody. I asked him actually what drives him in terms of um, how he cares for men and for women. And he quoted from 1 Timothy 5 about um, treating older women like mothers and mm. younger women like sisters. And he said that that's, that's very important in terms of purity. But also he said it's in terms of warmth mm. and kindness mm. and mm. just being able to relate well with humor. Mm. And uh, so he does that really well. And I think that that's a great model for for men in ministry. And uh, he's a good listener. So good being a good listener, engaging with people, remembering their names and remembering what they're talking about. And it's interesting you talked about him modelling that. So you can see that influence across the whole church. So it's not, it, it's not just uh, him doing all the pastoral care, but him modelling it no. so that hopefully there's, there's yeah. people listening and engaging outside yeah. of just... Uh, his yeah. regular conversations. And there's something about having uh, a woman's voice and a woman's presence which says something about the importance of women and women like that. Mm. So uh, we have a, a, a Kathy who's our women's minister and uh, she's very involved in the team and you can tell there's a mutual respect. Mm. And we have Steph who's our kids worker and you can tell there's a mutual respect. Women notice those things, mm. and so how does that how does it play out? You, are you seeing that in his uh, or hearing that in his in his preaching? You're seeing that in just his behaviour, yeah. Well, so what? When I think about what I want in a preacher, I want someone who is clear and faithful, mm. and uh, shows me what God says in His Word with faithfulness and clarity. But what you'll see sometimes is um, that Simon will he understands he knows his audience. Mm. which preachers need to have and, and to know, and then he's able to apply it into our lives. Sometimes that can be a hard word. But when I know that he cares about me and he loves me, then I will listen to that. So often um, we we listen well when we know that they listen well mm-hmm. outside the pulpit. So we, we might get you back to talk about that exact issue, actually. Um, yeah, on preaching, because that's the other part of your role at SNBC as well, yes. isn't it? Um, that brings us to the end of this show. What is the one thing? Uh, that you'd want people to think about when it comes to pastoral care for women? Know your people. Love your people. Listen to your people. Mm. That's three things, isn't it? That's three things. But there was a comma. There was commas between there. I'll take that one. One sentence. Well done. Uh, (laughs) Now, the one thing is part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. Can I encourage you to check out one of our podcast partners? Have you listened to the 5LQ podcast with Todd Atkins and Daniel Lim recently? Uh, It's part of our family. You'll hear recently they've interviewed Scott Sauls, Paul Tripp, and Russell Moore, all fantastic interviews. So check out the uh, 5LQ podcast. 
Now, just a heads up, can you tell us a bit about Reach Australia Conference, Derek? I can. Reach Australia Conference coming up in June 25 to 28. Uh, it's Reach Australia. It's a new conference embracing Multiply, the Geneva National Conference, uh, excellent conference, team pastoring, vine growers, oilstone events, uh, in a word, it's going to be amazing. It's on the Central Coast this year, local Aussie Bible teachers. Uh, we're going to have um, uh, people who are doing ministry all across the country in all different contexts bringing how they do it to share how we it is we reach Australia. Uh, we would love you to be there. Uh, register now, reachaustralia.com.au. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, we're going to be talking about leadership development. And Kathy Hurd's going to come along and talk us through some of the best ways for developing female leaders. I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon. Mm-hmm.